Are you looking to grow revenues, increase profitability, or obtain financing? If so, you came to the right place. Running a business is all about leadership. How do you become a better leader? Learn from the successful entrepreneurs and business owners how to lead your organization more effectively. That's why we created Leadership Live at 805, Talking Small Business, to help you succeed with your host, Andrew Frazier, business growth pro and CFO and founder of the Small Business Pro University. Every Tuesday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern, we're joined by experienced entrepreneurs and business owners who share their secrets to success via live stream. Also, every Friday morning, we release a new podcast episode. Either way, you will learn about developing your business leadership skills from our roster of highly performing guest experts. Leadership Live is one of the many valuable resources provided through the Small Business Pro University, empowering business owners to learn, profit, and grow. Find out more at sbprou.com. Welcome back to Leadership Live at 805. I'm your host, Andrew Frazier, and excited to be back once again, talking to you about my favorite topic, small business. Uh, always appreciate everybody joining in and hanging out with us on Tuesday evenings, and um, you know, definitely appreciate your comments, um, questions. Uh, feel free to interact and um, you know make this a great experience for you and everybody else. So. Um, this week's topic is kind of interesting because, um, you know, it's a little bit controversial, but, uh, but important discussion and it's really around, you know, should I fire my accountant? Um, and, you know, of course, if you're an accountant, you may have an issue with that, but hopefully not. Um, really what we're trying to do is share some perspectives and insights that can help you as a business owner be more successful in what you do. And it's important to um, have the best team possible around that, around you, and also not even just have the best team, but be able to manage and effectively utilize the best your team to come up with the best results. And you know, accounting and finance is an integral part of the success of your business, especially as you're growing. So it's important to have the right one and the right fit. So um, today's guest. Um, is Gene Bohinsky. You've probably seen him before. He's one of our regulars. Generally, I uh, bring him on quarterly because you know he's very experienced and knowledgeable in so many areas of business. Um, he's worked with hundreds of business owners and really helped them to develop their strategies and plans and coach them along the path to growing their business and becoming more profitable. So uh, let me invite Gene. Hey, Gene, how are you doing this evening? Great, Andrew. Great to be here. Okay, excellent. So, you know, appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule and hanging out with me tonight just to talk some small business. So this this is a interesting topic, but before we get into that, um, just take a minute to sort of tell a bit about who you are and what you do uh, for those of those out there who who don't. So uh, I started out my career in technical sales and ended up uh, working with and for a lot of uh, small manufacturing companies. 
Uh, later, I got the bug and started my own luxury chocolate business and sold that business. Uh, fast forward to about seven years ago, I started TAB of Northern New Jersey. TAB uh, stands for the Alternative Board. It's a business coaching organization where we bring business owners and form peer advisory groups where we work on our issues and challenges together. And that's primarily where I got a lot of my experience uh, coaching business owners and understanding the role of the, of the accountant in, in their lives. And uh, certainly the business coach and the accountant, they both serve important roles for the business owner. It was a very eye-opening experience to get to uh, see the experience from, from all the business owners that I've worked with. Excellent. Excellent. So, yeah, so definitely through coaching, but you also have a, another business that grew out of. Um, That's right. Yes. I, I started Archer Strategies as a, as a sideline sales and lead generation consulting company uh, that grew out of uh, business coaching as I found a lot of my, a lot of my clients needed, needed sales help. And that also uh, a lot of them need general assistance help and uh, including, including even bookkeeping. So I developed a team of uh, outside professionals to help on a part-time basis, primarily my, my TAB members uh, and, and others uh, to um, get the resources they need on demand, really. Okay, great. And, you know, we definitely, you know, collaborate and, um, you know, work with a lot of different business, business owners in, this different, in certain ways. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, what we do is complementary in many cases, um, where I focus more on the financial management and um, high level strategy. And, you know, you really focus on sales and marketing as well as developing their business planning and, and developing them as people and as business owners. So, um, you know, I think there's a lot of overlap and we see similar things. And, right, right. you know, one of the things that, you know, I noticed is, you know, the most important job is for a business owner is marketing and sales. And many times they don't know that to their detriment. And that's um, especially starting out early in your business. That's a key um, to success. So um, talk a little bit about kind of how and why, um, you know, you help business owners on the marketing and sales side and what you found in that space? Well, one of the things that I find is uh, in today's world, successful businesses really understand their message un and understand their target audience. So they need, to, they need to develop that message and they usually need help developing that message, especially at the early stages when, uh, when they, a lot of times business owners try to be all things to all people and that's when they run into trouble. Uh, I usually I help them focus uh, and narrow their message and find out what they're good at. A lot of businesses, especially ones that have been around for a while, have become good at things that uh, the owner might not realize, right? And so I help understand that and flesh that out for them so that they can find really their ideal client. And uh, once we do that, it's uh, it really helps them you know, be able to scale and sell properly. Okay. And, you know, really before you can get into the financial side, 
you have to have sales or you don't really have a business. So, right, right. you know, starting there, but you know, one of the key things is you start out working in your business, but as you grow, you have to shift to be working on your business and, you know, it requires different skills, different team members. And one of the most important things is your financial management. And one of the key players in your financial management is your accountant and or bookkeeper. Um, and, you know, to do, to do it well and be successful, you, it's, you need somebody who's um, bringing you all the value that they can. And um, that can be, you know, uh, different situations, different business owners' experiences. Some are more positive than others. So well, the thing to think about is every business owner needs an accountant or has an accountant. And because that person is usually the first person that they've brought in their business to help them, right? Help them figure out their books, help them, you know, file their taxes. That's usually the first person they end up going to for advice. Most business owners still don't have coaches or don't even know about business coaches. They rely on either their accountant or even their, their legal team uh, to as a sounding board for business decisions. And that's one of the things that I find uh, can end up being a challenge. Okay. Okay. And and what? why do you find that being a challenge? What are some of the challenges around that? Well, the biggest challenge around that is, um, I feel, is that, first of all, there are many different types of accountants. Uh, I found through all of the different business owners I've coached, they've been accountants that have been more taxed and compliance focused. Others are more cautious being taxed and, and, and compliance focused. Few of them have any real business experience themselves. They might do taxes for other businesses, but that doesn't mean they've actually personally grown or managed a business themselves. And some, some of them, uh, quite frankly, in my experience, uh, have, have given, let's say, suspect quality of advice uh, to business owners who in their time when they really need to grow and they need, they're looking for advice on what to do next, um, that they might not be, your accountant might not be the right person uh, to, to go to for those, for those questions to be answered. Okay. Fair enough. And, um, you know, like with any advisor, um, people have different skills and different expertise. And depending where you are, it may or may not be the best fit. Um, and sometimes you need to make changes over time. But, um, you know, in, in my book, one of the chapters, I think the third chapter is, you know, what is your greatest fear? And generally, it's numbers and analysis of your business. And um, but that's that's the only way to work on your business and make it more profitable and more successful. And the fundamental key thing is you have to have accurate time, timely financials to be able to do that successfully. Um, and, you know, I don't, I don't know about you, but you know, I always find that that's an area where most businesses are lacking 
and they're behind you. Um, so, and a lot of times the business owners are actually feel bad about it. So they don't like to share that. Um, a lot of them, quite frankly, don't understand it. Mm -hmm. And I, I found, I find a reluctance on a number of business owners uh, that don't really want to know and don't understand the details of their business. As you know, any business is really a complex mathematical equation. Sometimes it's not complicated at all. It's a simple mathematical equation, right? You buy something for $5 and you sell it for 10 and you make $5 gross profit, right? Something that simple really um, under, you know, underlies all businesses. So when someone is going out to perform their, their service or sell their product, they should really have an understanding uh, of how much money they're going to be making. But a lot of people don't. And a lot of people don't want to know. And a lot of people, they do two things. They look in, uh, in their bank account to see how much money they have as a, you know, as a gauge of whether they're doing okay. And then they, you know, they submit a box of receipts to their accountant and say, hey, you figure this out. And and then they get a then they get a tax return and then they look at it and they kind of, oh okay I made this last year. Um, none of those are really sufficient ways of any business management. But a lot of small companies, even up to the three or four million dollar level, work like that, where the business owner really isn't comfortable and really doesn't understand the inner workings of profit and costs and 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 you know gross profit and you know, all of those complications around, you know, making, figuring out how to actually make money at the end of the day, right? Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of times they rely on their accountants to make decisions for them. And the accountants make decisions on how to file the taxes, how to set up their company even, um, you know, whether the, whether the business owner takes a payroll or not. And people just don't understand. Uh, many of them don't understand how they're even set up. Okay. Okay, or or the real reason for them, or the real um, reason for them, right? So you know, so you know, definitely in that process, um, you know, let's take the first piece is, you know, most people don't really know their numbers or their finances, um, and as a result, they don't really understand how their business works. Um, is that something that? an accountant should be helping them do and you know if so why isn't aren't they you know why isn't that happening well a lot of accountants are just not set up to provide that information sometimes you know they are uh, they'll give they'll offer an opinion uh, but there are there are different classes of accountants there's accountants that are more advisory take more in an advisory role I know a couple of them um, that I'm in that are in my network that really take the time and effort uh, from a business perspective to help business owners make good decisions on growth. Um, others don't provide that role. Others uh, are really more, like I said before, they're more on the compliance side. And a lot of them aren't really qualified to give really good business advice because they don't have the experience themselves. Now, that's where the coach comes in. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a business coach, but a business coach, I mean, you're a business coach as well. You know uh, that business coaches are a little bit different. 
uh, we go into the daily uh, workings of our, our business owner clients, try to understand their business and help them see what are the things that they need to do next to get to the next level. Because the challenge is once you get to a certain level and you're making enough money, right? You have a lot of potential things to do on, on the table. You could do all kinds of things depending on hiring a person, making investments, uh, taking a company to the next to you know into a different market. There's a lot of things that you can do. And the question is, what do you do next? And that's where the business owner needs help and advice. They need someone that understands where they are in their business and what could possibly be the best next step for them. The person that can help them the easiest in that role is a business coach or a CPA that can that also offers. There are ones that are out there, advisory CPAs that offer like life business coaching and some business advice along with their accounting services, where they kind of mold those things together. But there's not too many of them out there. Most of them focus on getting your 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 paperwork done and your bookkeeping done with the with the primary purpose to file your taxes accurately. Uh, so you know, definitely, you know, that's the case. But I think also many business owners don't know what they should ask for or expect from their accountants and bookkeepers. And as a result, they um, don't get everything they should based on what they're paying for and what they're doing. Um, so what should a business owner expect from their accountants and or bookkeepers? Well, first of all, there's a wide range of services that they can potentially provide. So uh, if you don't have a book keeping service, uh, someone to reconcile your accounts and, 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 and structure your, your financial side of your business properly, uh, you should find someone to help you with that. That's not necessarily an accountant. That can just be, um, that can just be a, a bookkeeper, right? So that, that, that bookkeeping function, and, and as you grow, that bookkeeping function can be done in-house where you have accurate chart of accounts and you know you're, you're reconciling your bank accounts, you're making sure all your invoices are, are marked when they're paid, you, you know, all of those type, all of that, all of that detail work needs to be done by somebody, right? And then you have your accountant that, that um, really finalizes that package, gives you uh, a really a, more of an analysis of where you are and where, and of course, wraps that up and 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 files files your taxes now when you get to a little bit larger and you have accountants that that function more as a controller or even a cfo as you get larger then you have uh, the financial team that is more involved in advising you what you should be doing looking at your costs looking at at, at what you're spending uh, helping you make decisions based upon the income that you have and the cash flow that you have um, from a financial side, uh, that becomes a little bit more complex as you start, as your revenue starts starts increasing. Uh, and that's you know kind of that whole, uh, you know, because the, the job of the controller uh, is really to make sure that there are adequate controls on the money, right? That you that that you're not wasting your money, uh, that that it's that everything is properly allocated. Uh, and that takes that takes some skill 
on the business side as well. But when you're smaller, a lot of people can't afford those kind of services. Right? And this is where the challenge lies. It's like, with what time is the business owner ready to invest in those bookkeeping services and then controllership services? Because a lot of people, you know, even when they get into the multi-million dollar stage, you know, they still don't really have accurate books. They really, there's really no controls on, on the finances and they really don't know how their business is running. I mean, I'm going through that with some of my clients now, you know, even with 15 or 20 employees, there are companies that are still in that stage. So uh, this is kind of where you need an advisor to help you figure some of these things out. And that advisor could be, you know, is many times a coach uh, or a specialty uh, financial, uh, you know, a specialty C CFO service or a, an accounting firm that has advisory services. They tend to be a little bit costly, but it really depends on, uh, you know, on, on your, what you need and how much money you have available for that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, do you, how, how do you see that? Um, that's great. I mean, there, I think there's a continuum of, you know, financial management and accounting, you know, expertise and skills. And, you know, as a business owner, as your business grows, your needs will grow. You know, usually initially, all you really need is a bookkeeper, especially if you're under 50,000, under 100,000. And, and that's partially all you can afford. And right. Generally, a CFO, a CPA is overkill when you're that small because their expertise is in helping businesses um, on, a, you know, with more complex things. You know, initially, you're just, you know, your financial needs are your books being current and paying your employees the right way, paying your sales taxes, getting your, um, you know, getting your you know, your reports in and getting your taxes in. Um, so that, you know, ranges from the bookkeeper, tax preparer, um, basic accountant, maybe not even a CPA. Um, but as you grow larger, your needs can change. And that's where, you know, you may have to transition from one person to another um, based on your needs. And the other thing I'm seeing is sometimes, you know, accountants change and accounting firms change in a way that, you know, their focus may become different from where most of their clients are. So um, I guess the, that's the, you know, one of the keys you talked about, you know, accountant, controller, CFO, you know, you talked about what a controller is more. Um, but you know what are the what are the key things that you're going to want to count you know an accountant for um you talked about a controller being more focused on you know controls within the business and then a cfo is is a little bit more forward thinking i, I always think of accounting is you know today backwards and finance is more today forwards so well let's just go back to the small business conundrum um a lot of people a lot of people have kind of when they, they're kind of using the accountant that they first started with 
right? So very few business owners have actually gone out and interviewed accountants, right? And, and, and surveyed which ones have experience with your type of business, right? Because some people can, with, with, they don't have experience with your type of business, they might be looking at it all wrong and, and giving you the wrong advice on how to set up your, your chart of accounts. Uh, they might not understand what things can be expensed or not. Um, I, I've seen some horror stories in my in my uh, coaching career where the accountants have done an absolute disservice to the clients. They've given them bad advice, bad business advice, bad accounting advice. Uh, I've seen some conflict of interest issues. And, you know, if, if you as a business owner feel you're not really getting a good answer from your accountant and you feel you don't really understand your finances and you don't really have someone there that, that can help you, it's really time to look for somebody else. And, and, and I, I just, my experience is that there are many types of accountants with a lot of different experience levels. Uh, and some of them are driven by personality. I know I have a couple of, of problem solver accountants that are amazing. I mean, they are able to look at your financial statement like a crime scene and figure things out from, from your financial statements. Uh, they, they will look at it and understand what the issues are right away. I mean, a, a really good accountant that can do that is worth their weight in gold. So, you know, I don't want to, I don't want the title of this, uh, this, uh, program to make it seem like I'm negative on accountants. I think I think the best accountants that I've worked with are an unbelievable help to their clients. And some of them have solved complex financial problems and gotten people out of $100,000 and $200,000 holes by looking at, 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 at looking at how to restructure the business and how to do things in a very unique way uh, to you know, to get them out of situations. And then there's other accountants who are completely unhelpful. I, I, one of them recently, a client um, didn't answer, or didn't answer my client for four months and still hasn't filed the taxes, right? This late, right? And, and didn't even tell my client whether, whether they needed to, to withhold or anything, no idea on, on profit that was made. I mean, there's some real horror stories that I've seen through. I've seen other accountants uh, structure their clients' businesses uh, really not advantageous to, to the way they needed them to be, and they had to redo all kinds of things. Others others didn't expense things correctly. Some of them double expense things, and they needed to do huge corrections and pay taxes. Others didn't didn't have the expenses correctly coded and didn't get the the um, the money back that they should have. I mean, they had to refile four or five years back. So I mean, what you don't know, any of your viewers, you right, you could be sitting on a problem that you don't know about. You could have an accountant that is not doing your books correctly, and you would need to refile four or five years back, and maybe gain an additional hundred thousand dollars in cash. That happened to one of my clients, by the way, right? Okay. They were found some serious errors on all the tax returns and they needed to be resubmitted and, and they made $100,000 right away from that. So those things are not out of the question. Those things are possible. And the other thing is not to fear your accounting. Don't fear your numbers. Don't fear your tax returns. 
if there are errors that can be corrected with a refile, right? Don't fear the IRS. If you're if you have a, a, a legitimate business and you're trying your best to do the right thing and you have uh, you 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 you're honest and ethical in all your practices, you have nothing to fear. What you might have to fear is that that your accountant could have made an error in some of these submittals. That has happened to many, many of my clients. And so that requires the owner to really be more engaged in understanding uh, what's in those tax returns and what's in your balance sheet and what's in your P&Ls. Okay. And, and I, can't, I can't say more that you cannot be afraid of trying to understand what, what all that is. You, you have a responsibility to your business and your business might depend on you actually going in there and figuring out where the real issues lie. And a lot of you, I know, are uncomfortable. And you might even smell there's something wrong. You might not even have the courage to question your accountant. And here's the other thing. I've seen accountants that get offended when they're questioned. And they don't want to be questioned. Right? And, and, and if you have an accountant like that, then it's time to get a second opinion. Because I've seen that too. Right. So you, you run the gamut of all these different personality types. So don't let your accountant like like scare you into doing something or make you afraid of questioning, you know, the numbers that you're getting. You at the at the end of the day, you are responsible for the numbers that you're submitting on those tax returns. You're responsible for your P&Ls. You sign it off. So you really have to understand what those what those things are. I can't say that stronger. That as a business owner, you're the one responsible for what's being submitted. And um, I've seen just too many errors in my in my career as a coach uh, to to not warn anybody. It doesn't matter how well run your business is. Your accountant could there could be an error on the way you're structured or the way your taxes are made. You could be overpaying or not paying enough, and either of those things could be a threat to your business. Okay, no, definitely and. You know, I think you said the magic word, which is engagement. You know, you can't just leave that to someone else and not know what to expect from them, not know what they're doing. Um, and not only that, you know, if you're going to be a good run your business professionally and run it well, you have to have the best and most accurate information possible. So. You know, one of the first things I always focus on is making sure that you have accurate, timely financial information and that you review it every month. Um, because just reviewing it and getting familiar and understanding what's going on, um, you know, helps you notice and prepare for things. But also um, your accountant or your bookkeeper should be providing that for you on a monthly basis. So that's one of the first steps in making sure that they're doing their job. And yeah. And you know. one of the things I like about you, Andrew, is I know that you're perfectly capable of going into a to a to a company looking at the financial statements and can tell what's going on. Right. You can help them figure out if there's any issues. And a good coach should be able to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. You should be able to go and, and look at that statement. And you might not have all the answers, but you might be able to to get the questions going. Right. And and look for for the issues that might need to be resolved. Right. And, and um, 
and to make sure that you're getting the value that you're paying for. Um, you know, I think that if you don't ask for things, you know, accounts are busy. So if, if, if you don't ask for anything and you seem fine, you know, they got plenty of other people to do work for. But, you know, you have the right to ask for your numbers on a monthly basis and a meeting to discuss your financials so that they can talk you through it and so that you understand it. Um, and then if they don't have time, you have to find someone that has the time. Because one of the things coming up, you know, with the, with the passage of the new bill today and the likely hiring of many new IRS agents and the potential for many more audits coming down the line is going to be at the same time, there's going to be a huge amount of, of work being pushed onto accountants, right? So it could very well be that you, you will see that our, that our accountants are going to be overloaded with the additional reporting and scrutiny that they're going to have to pr provide, uh, you know, from this bill going forward. And, and that's just something we're all going to have to react to because to your point, the accountants are all busy. They don't have a lot of extra time, especially during filing season, right? If you want to have, if you have questions on your finances, you need to make sure that you answer them uh, really at the right time of the year. You know, if you're, if you're doing it at the end of March, early April, this is not really the right time to ask your accountant questions. They're just not going to have the time for you. No. Uh, so, you know, this, this is really where, where you have to, if you have real issues or you're going to make any changes, you have to do it during the times when they are least busy, where you can interview them and find out, um, find out what, you know, who they are really about. I know some phenomenal accountants that I refer uh, my clients to uh, that have gotten a lot of people out of jams. And, um, and, you know, like I said before, there's a huge difference in quality uh, between accountants, not just on their own, but specific to your business, right? Like I mentioned before, you want to have accountants, you want to have an accountant that understands your business and business type that might have worked with other businesses just like yours that can give you advice that is grounded in reality and not just fear of compliance or fear of a potential audit that may or may not happen, right? A lot of people do things protectively out of fear and without really even understanding uh, what, what the implications are. I've seen all kinds of things happen and I shake my head and like, yes, they are all theoretical things, uh, but some of them are grounded in reality and some of them are not. And I know I have one of the accountants that I work with, you know, he's, he's friends with the local IRS guy and he knows people in the SBA and he understands what's being triggered, what they're looking for, what are the challenges, where are the things that are, where are the risks in, in, in how you're filing, uh, what you're filing and what you're doing. And you got to have someone like that on your team that really understands the implications of what you're doing and can can help you uh, make make proper decisions uh, for your business on that side. Okay. And, and we talked a little bit about you outgrowing your accountant, but also nowadays, many times, accountants are outgrowing the businesses that they work with because of consolidation 
and mergers and acquisitions um, that can cause a mismatch between you know the accounting services and the firm. Are, are you seeing that? And and how is that playing out in some of your well? There is a consolidation going on because a lot of the older accountants that had their own practices are retiring, and they're selling their book of business to larger companies or other people. So um, you're gonna, you might be in a situation where all of a sudden you're gonna be assigned a different accountant and, uh, and then you're gonna start everything from scratch, right? Some of the big companies are, are, are pretty expensive um, that they don't really wanna touch you without, you know, without a $10,000 a year bill. And, um, and, and basically some of the big companies have armies of junior people that do the actual work and get signed off from an older guy or gal on staff. And they, there's less, you know, there's less advisory there. There's, there's, there's more, it's more just rote, you know, process driven work. I think everyone, uh, everyone in the small business side should find an accountant that is really suited for their business and business size. And you want to have somebody you can talk to and get to know and can answer your questions. That that's my my feel. Um, I one of one of my um, uh, you know one of my business owners, you know, switched accounting companies that was really way too expensive. And um, you know, they offered this this person a pretty high fee for the for the filing, and then something like a two hundred dollar an hour uh, additional fee for any kind of additional bookkeeping or work that needed be, to be done. So if you didn't bring your, you know, your information to them in a perfect uh, in a perfect way, they were going to arbitrarily charge two hundred dollars an hour to to get it in the condition they needed. All of a sudden. This person gets a multi, you know, a multi-thousand-dollar bill out of nowhere for for filing the taxes, and um, and was surprised at at the fees, mm -hmm. and so, you know, that doesn't really that doesn't really help, you know, somebody who is on you know, on on a smaller side. Um, right. You got to be careful on that on that as well, okay. right? and you also want to make sure that you you have some kind of bookkeeping. So you're not just giving your, you know, your accountant a box of receipts. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I mean, it's a two-way street. You got to do your part or make sure your part is done. Um, but you know, the consolidation of a lot of firms going from your accountant being an accountant independently to an accountant in accounting firm, like you said, the pricing goes up, the ability of time they're able to spend with you you know, they're probably not going to be doing the work anymore. And um, you're paying them and you're paying the person who's doing the work. And also you may be paying other people who are doing compliance and legal on it. You know, for larger companies, they need that scrutiny. But, you know, for smaller companies, you may not need all that at this time. So, you know, it's That's right to, you know, see where you are and maybe you need to go to a smaller account, um, because I, I find that is an issue at a lot. But we got a couple questions, so I'll make sure we get to them. So, you know, one from Roberta. Um, and, you know, talk a little bit about the tax side, you know. 
um, who should you, you, you know, use? Um, why um, should you keep them or why should you not keep them? Or, you know, <clears throat> you have some insights or thoughts around that? I think uh, one of the issues with some of these some of these uh, standardized programs is that unless you have somebody helping you, you might miss deductions or might miss things that you could be doing in your business in the year to help you uh, reduce your tax burden, right? So, um, you know, tax avoidance is legal. Tax evasion is illegal. You can avoid paying taxes by understanding. Uh, how to use the tax code to your advantage. Uh, those standardized software packages aren't going to do that for you, right? And and having somebody on your team that can help you with that can, can help you save a lot of money, particularly when you're investing in your business and, and, and you're looking at how to spend the money that you have. Uh, I know a lot of people that that structure their business in the way where they're paying, where they're just paying way too much, too many taxes. Uh, and some of them are just set up incorrectly. If you're just going through those standardized software packages, you're not really getting any of that feedback or any of that coaching to get to where you need to be. I mean, it's one thing if you're, if you have a job and you have a regular, you know, a very simple type of tax return and there's not nothing really complicated about it. But when you own a business, uh, you need to have somebody advising you. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, I mean, definitely, it's good to have some knowledge about taxes and how they work, regardless of who's doing it for you. Um, I, I, absolutely, you have to. You can't be afraid to get into the details. You have to. I mean, it could mean it. It, it could mean tens of thousands of dollars uh, to you every year. Uh, a difference, yeah. and that difference can be can help you with the right investments, with the right things to do. You know, it's like it's like a business coach. You know, a business coach, like if you work with hundreds of business owners and you see what they do, how they how they how they invest in their business, you know, at some point you're gonna want that kind of advice. You want you want to have somebody with experience to tell you, hey, um, you know, you should do this. My clients do this. I've seen this happen, I've seen them do this, right? You need that as a business owner, you gotta get that from someone. Right, you have to. Otherwise, you, if you're doing it all alone with no mentoring and no no help, then uh, there's probably a lot of things you're doing that could be done better. That's all. Yeah, I mean, definitely that. Um, but you know, also depending on where you are in terms of size of your business, um, you know, when you're smaller, you know the the decisions aren't that aren't as major so you can't so the benefit of spending a lot more money for tax help there's only so much they can do for you right but as you grow there's a lot more things that they can do for you so you know you got to look at sort of where you are and you know based on that you know do you really is a bookkeeper enough do you need an accountant and a bookkeeper or accountant slash bookkeeper? Um, you know, one of the things, one of the things I like to make the point about with a lot of businesses is most of the time, if you're in the general population, 
for most people. Most people's life lives are defined by scarcity. By they don't really ever. Very few people have enough money to do what they really want to do. Most of their decisions are based upon the amount of money that they have. Right? They can't go to concerts every night, right? Because you don't have the money. You can't go to Broadway shows every night. So you're going to go maybe once a year, right? So. Um, when it comes to running your business, it's the same way. When you start out, money's in short supply. Right? As you're growing, you know, you're spending as much of the money that you're making to help grow your business, right? But it's still scarce. There's, it's still a, based upon a scarcity of money versus all the things that you want to do. At some point, however, it changes. As your business gets more successful, you start making profit and making more profit to the point where you've you've your your issues are different. You know, you have enough money to pay your your mortgage. You have enough money to pay your car and all the things you want for your house. Right? All of a sudden you have money. There's money in the bank account. There's extra money in the bank account. Right? All of a sudden you might be hit with a monster tax bill out of nowhere. That you've never seen before. All of a sudden, you got to spend fifty thousand dollars on taxes, and you're like, "Oh my God, my whole life, I've never seen anything like this before!" Right? All of a sudden, I get this huge tax bill. Right? These things, these things, will and should happen at some point in your business growth journey. You're going to get to the point where money is not an issue anymore, and now you have enough money to do all the things you need, and now you have to make other kind of decisions. What is the best way I'm going to use these resources? I have about now 150,000. I just had a conversation with one of my one of my business owners. He's like, I'm generating cash. All of a sudden, I have $150,000 in my bank. I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> he doesn't have any more debts anymore. He, you know, he, he just bought all the things he needed for his business. He just hired people. And there he is. He's got $150,000 in his bank. What do I do now, right? And, and it was an honest question, right? When, and this, his whole life before that had been driven by scarcity. And all of a sudden, his business is taking off, and he needs help to make the right decisions. You know, maybe minimize the tax burden. Figure out how to invest that money in a way for the future. Figure out how maybe, maybe he has to invest in a better health plan or a 401k or some sort of insurance that he's missing. This is where you really need help and advice from people that have gone down those roads. And that's why, you know, that's what a coach is about. That's what advisors are about. Once you get to an area where you've never been before in your life and you're suddenly confronted with all kinds of decisions that could be made based upon money that is suddenly there from your successful business, right? That's, that's where it, that's where, things really change for people. And a lot of business owners go through that as part of their growth stage. Right. And, and actually, that's a great interlude into one of the questions we had before from Daryl. I was sort of holding on to that. But, um, you know, what skill set should I look for in a coach? And I think the coaching can be complementary. Um, you know, one of the big things I do is help prepare people and give them the perspective on where they're going and how things are going to change in their business and their lives 
so that they can prepare for it before it happens. Um, what else should people be looking for in a coach or consultant? Well, I, I always advise people to, uh, to meet a few of them, talk to them, uh, listen to their experience, uh, see whether they understand you personally as a, as, 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 a, as a personality. Can you get along with that person? Do you feel that person, that coach or consultant, you know, has your back? You know, the coach's job is to make you successful, help you be successful, help you see your blind spots, help you challenge yourself, help you move yourself to the next level. Because for the most part, the person holding you and your business back is you, yourself, right? Everyone is given a different personality style. I use the DISC personality assessments for all my clients because I found that that behavioral assessment can really um, illuminate potential blind spots that business owners have. Like, for example, some people are not good at doing their, their finances. Some people aren't good at talking to customers. Some people are uh, have different ideas um, about running a business. And a good coach is going to understand you, and they're also going to challenge you, and they're also going to understand your kind of business because that, that, that coach has to like your business and has to believe in your business, right? That he or she has to say, you know, I like this business owner, and I also believe his business can grow the way he or she wants it to grow, and I'm going to be excited to help this person on their journey. So, um, and you know, uh, you, you might have as a, as a business owner, you might have multiple coaches in your career as a business owner. You might have one for the startup process. You might have one uh, go through, you know, the process where you're hiring your employees. You might have another coach as you need uh, one to grow later on. So uh, you might exhaust the, the coach's capabilities and it might be time to look for a new coach. Uh, but find one that fits you and, and likes you and your business. Okay, great point. And, you know, always find someone who knows more than you do about different things than you do. That's a good point, too. Yeah. And, and on the things that you're going to be experiencing. You know, a lot of times... You know, I'll help people because many business owners may not have hired people, or even if they are, they're pretty terrible at it. Um, and having most business owners are terrible at hiring. Yeah, <laughs> but, and, it's not their strong suit because they, they don't do it, and, right? And, they, and they've never learned the you know how to really do it right. So, um, so you you want to work with people who have experience in being able to help you with the challenges and issues you're going to be facing going forward. Um, so as you said, you know, some people are more helpful earlier on in the journey. Some people further on, you know, maybe you need help on marketing side. Maybe you need help on the financial side. You got to look at kind of where your needs are and make sure that whoever you're working with, has a level of expertise in the areas that you need help. So, um, so definitely, you know, that's, that's very important to do. Um, 
So I think, you know, we've, we've covered a whole bunch of stuff. Um, you know, so uh, as, as you mentioned, we're not saying fire your accountant, but, right. you know, definitely you need to understand whether it's the right account for you based on where you are, who you are and when it is and where your business is. And if you and if you feel there's something funny going on and you don't really trust the numbers and you, you, you feel that there's a disconnect, you know, you really need to look into it. Mm -hmm. um, I, I've I've had quite a few of my tab members change accountants and were really surprised at what they found. Some of them had been with their accountants for over 20 years and were their personal friends. And it was very difficult for some of them to realize that all that time, even, even given the friendship, that, that there were many things that were just done incorrectly over the years that were, were very, you know, not helpful to this, to this person's business. And it wasn't because he was, he was a bad person. It was just he, he didn't understand certain aspects. I mean, it's a, if you think about all the different types of businesses there are, how complex they can be. Uh, not every accountant understands everything about every business, right? And so, you know, they will have a tendency to do things in a very safe way, right, to cover bases, uh, but not, that might not be the best way for your business. Mm -hmm. And that's where you're responsible to make sure you have someone that really understands your business and understands the implications of, of what they're doing. Okay. Like I said, I've, I've seen some amazing accountants, and I know some. And um, and there's just there's just a, a wide variety of them. And uh, every business owner should question their accountant if they don't understand something about their finances. They should be able to question. Yeah, and, and you should have communication with your um, accountant. Um, you know, appreciate Claudia for your comment and joining us. And that just reminds me that, um, you know, when you're looking for financing, um, you know, it's important to make sure your accountant knows about that well in advance. Because, you know, a lot of times accountants focus on having you pay the least amount of taxes. But that can either disqualify you from getting financing or significantly hamper you in the amount you can get or uh, and how easy it is to get it. Because, you know, if you're not making any money on your taxes, then how do you have money to pay back a loan? Yeah, um, we can go through the other ask, the other topic that we talk about, about the value of your business, right? Most businesses are valued on multiples of earnings. And if you're not showing a lot of earnings on your taxes, then when you go to engage a potential buyer, they're going to look and say, hey, you weren't profitable all these years. So there's there's other things that, that there are other implications of that, right? You want to show as much profit as possible in those last years before you go and, and, and sell your business. So accountants have some leeway, right, on how to present the information uh, and you know, to, to, you know, in the way your business is structured and you want to make sure that, that you're, 
doing the right thing for for what you need what you want to do moving forward whether it's getting financing like andrew said or going to sell your business uh that's an important important part of it yeah yeah cool so you know we're coming up on nine o'clock so it, it always comes up faster than you would expect but um you know one of the things i like to ask is um you know because we talk about so many things what are what are three key things that people should take away with this that they can focus on starting tomorrow um, to really help them uh, along their business journey based on what we talked about so well the first thing is not to be afraid to delve into the details and understand your finances that's something you got to do if you've been putting it off the second thing is if you have any questions on those those uh, finances or your financial position, you should be able to ask your accountant to help you understand understand what's going on with your finances. And the third thing, of course, that we talked about is that there's a wide range of accountants available and you might find that it's time to make a change for yourself and for your business. Uh, as your business needs change. Don't be afraid to grab that bull by the horns, understand your finances, understand your balance sheet and your P&L, understand your tax return. You got to do this uh, in, order to, in order to be more profitable and understand what decisions you need to make for your business. Because as you know, Andrew, without proper information, you can't make good decisions. And if you can't trust your information, how can you make decisions that are the right ones. I mean, it, it all stems from getting accurate financial information and trusting, you know, where it's coming from. Yeah, no, definitely, um, you know, no fear engagement. You got to be engaged in the process. You got to educate yourself, you know, definitely um, asking for help. And also you want to ask for what you should be getting. So getting your getting your statements on a monthly basis at a minimum and looking at them and getting um, someone to help you review them and understand what they're saying. And then you know, like I said, a wide range. So um, earlier you also said that you should interview, I usually say you should interview like three people. Um, and choose which one's the best because it'll help to just get some perspective around the different options you have and you don't even have to wait until you're ready to make the change you should be talking to people getting to know them learning about them and you know so that you know you can have a level of trust and knowledge and a relationship um, before making a choice like that so um, that's right because it's a big deal for you and your business yeah yeah so um so yeah i mean I, I think you this has been really good way to approach the topic um because this is something that you know a lot of business owners don't have a lot of perspective on and as a result they sort of just go with what they know because that's all they know right, right. you know if you're going to be successful and you're going to grow successfully um you're going to need more than just um, 
the same level of support um, throughout the journey. And, um, you know, because that's where you run into the challenges. So, cool. Anything else you want to say before we close out? Not only that, I just want to reiterate again, don't be afraid to delve into the details. Get into it. Okay. You might find you might find something you didn't know. And um, one last thing is when you look at the numbers like that, you might see decisions that need to be made or needed to have been made earlier that are now easier to make because you got the numbers there. So okay. don't be afraid to get into that and get yeah. involved in those details. And you know, one thing I found you might actually even like it. You find that you like it. Uh, I, I work with a lot of people, and once they understand that it's not rocket science and understand kind of what to look for, they actually get excited about it and into it because it really helps them be more successful in business. It helps them focus on the right things to do. You know, I mean, I have clients that decide, oh, i got to raise prices. They increase their profitability 10%. It was easy for them to do when they knew they had to do it. Mm -hmm. You know? Excellent. So... Thanks again for um, tuning in. Um, before we go, actually, I usually put this up, but I was remiss. Um, so, Gene, how, what's the best way for people to connect with you? I could send me an email at gene at tabnorthernnj.com. Or uh, you can call me at 973-368-7726. Okay. And also what I'll do is I'm going to put Gene's um, profile in the chat, his LinkedIn, so you can reach out to him and connect with him on there as well. And um, definitely. be happy to answer any of your questions that you have anytime. Okay. Excellent. So yeah. th thank you, Andrew, for, uh, for allowing me to be on your show. It was a great pleasure. I hope okay. it helped uh, your viewers a little bit. Okay. Uh, Excellent. Okay. Well, thanks. Um, hang in there for a minute as I close out. Um, we do have you know, another question real quick from Anita. Um, resource for finding various accountants. Um, definitely networking. Um, sometimes chambers of commerce. Um, other organizations that work with business owners like the SBDC. Um, but, you know, definitely those are, are some key ways to do it and talking to other business owners. Um, so hopefully that's helpful, but it, it can be difficult. Um, so, you know, finding someone who's knowledgeable um, can be helpful. So hopefully that gives you some idea. Um, definitely appreciate everybody's questions, everybody's feedback, comments. Um, you know, this has been great, and that's really what it's all about. You know, creating um, content and valuable knowledge and information for you as business owners. So, thanks again for tuning in. Um, always remember that the more that you know, the faster your business will grow. Thank you for listening to Leadership Live at 805, Talking Small Business. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform.
Leadership Live is one of the many valuable resources provided through the Small Business Pro University, empowering business owners to learn, profit, and grow. Find out more at sbprou.com. Okay.